Okay, right. Carl, do your thing. Okay. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Faction After Hours podcast. My name is Carl. My name is Frankie. Uh, I messed you up there, didn't I? You're just interrupt me right there. The whole time. All right, well, that's Frankie. And then we have my boy Chris over here on the ones and twos. Chris, say something. Oh, he's just waving to the camera. He's waving to the camera, folks. You're going to see it. If you tune into the YouTube video, this podcast is going to be posted on our YouTube channel as well. So make sure to tune in there so you can see all the shenanigans live right here. Frankie said he's going to eat all... You see the box of Oreo Cakesters? You can't see it over there, but... Frankie's on an Oreo Cakester thing recently. and Sponsored by Oreo Cakesters. It's just, I don't get the obsession. I don't. They're, Why? They're creamy and good. It's exa- it's a glorified yodel. I said it. I don't even want to get into this argument right now. Are I you will, sure? I will slap the shit out of you right on, this, <laughs> right on screen. Um, why don't you explain what Chris does here at the shop? So, we're going to explain roles, I guess, and, and the business structure here at Faction Motorsports, which is where this podcast is being filmed. Uh, we have Chris, who's the main tech here. He does basically everything, and Frankie does nothing. It's pretty much accurate. Is that accurate? Yeah. It's true. It's true? Yeah. It's true. <sighs> this poor boy. <laughs> but uh, And then you clearly have Frankie, who, who runs the whole shebang. He's the ringleader. So anytime we get in trouble, we say Frankie Bovino. Wait, what? Just kidding. <laughs> don't and what, say that. What do you do, Carl? I don't do anything. I just come <laughs> here, I hang out, I buy a shirt every so often, and I ask how much something is, and then don't buy it, and then... And then I do it again, repeat the process. That's pretty much it. So what do we do at Faction Motorsports? <laughs> what do we do at Faction Motorsports, Frankie? What are you guys offering nowadays? What's hot? What are people getting done mostly? Oh, um, what's hot? Alignments. Alignments are hot. That's good. We got an alignment rack, a hunter machine. Um, pretty much low car friendly. The only thing is our driveway is a little rough, but... Other than that, the rack is really easy to get onto, so... Yeah. Bring your lowered cars over to Faction Motorsports. Get that alignment right. Chris is actually a very, 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 very good aligner himself. So we can put... So. so we can just put our own Faction Motorsports ads in here. We don't that's, need ads. That's what, that's what I thought we were doing. <laughs> be your own self-plug, dude. You're the biggest plug you could be to yourself. So what event are you going to next week, Carl? This week, I'm going to Evergreen Raceway for... I forget who's hosting the drift event, but I've never been to Evergreen Raceway before. It's really cheap to go drifting, and uh, and that's that brings me to our topic today, which is uh, clearly there's a ton of kids nowadays trying to get into drifting, and it's it's oh it, the the line between do I really need this and uh, I actually really do need this to start drifting is getting pretty blurry, so. Episode one today on Faction After Hours podcast is all about intro to drifting. What do you need to get in it? How Frankie did it? How things were different back then? And kind of just go from there. Honestly, we may or may not get to all those topics, but uh, it's a start. But Frankie, carry us in here. Like, what do you think is the most important thing to get into drifting nowadays? Aside from it being obviously a rear-wheel drive vehicle. And we're not going to argue about four-wheel drive skids or front-wheel drive skids. Strictly rear-wheel drive drifting. What do you really need nowadays? Oh, man. Well, we should talk about how you started drifting. First? Yeah. Well, how you used to start versus how you what they do now? Yes. No, I mean, it, it's always been the same thing. It's You either have people that get a car and go drift it with no modifications, or you have people that get a car and put it in a garage and tear it down and do every single thing they can to it and they don't drive it ever and then the, they finally do get to drive it 
and it's overbuilt and they can't even handle it and then they quit most of them some of them actually continue to drift but i um, would say that yeah. coilovers and a welded diff is nice yeah i mean you should you shouldn't even do anything you should get the car and you should go find somewhere to do figure eights or donuts and safely uh, yeah safely i mean i'm going to a parking lot but yeah yeah and then uh, not with the takeover kids. And um, just go alone. Don't invite all your friends. Don't bring cameras. Don't bring your girlfriend. Just go alone. You can do it. I believe in you guys. Um, and, yeah, just do some donuts and figure eights. And then you'll you'll figure out what you need real quick. It's probably going to be a seat. Really? A seat is on your yeah. higher priority 100%. yeah i i also agree with that because i actually talked to a friend of mine the other day and he said like i was really trying to get a bucket seat because i'm tired of swinging around in there and i said I, i've had the seat my seat in there for a while yeah well it, it it seems like most people don't actually realize they need one until someone says something because you don't really realize it's happening but you're getting pushed you're 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 bracing yourself on the car and you don't even realize you're doing it uh, and it's taking a lot of your energy away All right, and cool. your focus. So yeah, a seat is really important, unfortunately. I wish you could keep the stock seats, but um, you kind of need to do that pretty quick. Big OE guy. OEM guy. Big OEM yeah, guy. Yeah, I don't want to change the seat, but it's not going to work. A stock seat's not going to work. Yeah. Well, I can, I can tell you that when I started drifting in the 350Z, I was bracing my knees against the door and the trans tunnel. Yeah. Trying to keep myself from swinging around. Yeah. Then I got a seat, and then I wasn't worried about it. Anymore. It was like cheat code. Well, will you yeah. tell Will you tell our listeners what you drive nowadays, Chris? Uh, I drive a 2003 Nissan Xterra 3.3 V6. <laughs> the other car. <laughs> what is your What is your What is your fun car? What do you drive for fun? Uh, it's a 2005 Honda CBR 600. <laughs> okay, dude, the other one. <laughs> okay. It's a 1991 Nissan Silvia uh, Qs. Originally NASR, uh, then I swapped in a blacktop SR into it. Damn, guy's yeah. got money. Wow, this guy is really cool. <laughs> and and you drift it. I do drift it. That's great. I like that. And and I I will attest that that Chris was one of the first people. You you held you held on to that. He waited. He waited until he was able to register that thing, and it and it sat for a while. In your driveway, about, or was it in your street somewhere? It was. I bought it and it sat for about eight months. Okay, so what was the first thing you did to the car? Yeah, what well, what was your number one like? I need this to drift. Coilovers. Coilovers, right away. So that brings me to my thing. No, did you have an LSD? No. Oh, it was coilovers then a welded diff. Together. See, yeah, but you got coilovers because you just wanted it to be low. Yeah. It wasn't about drifting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it was your all around your car. Yeah, you didn't you have just, a daily driver back then. It was for looks and. Yeah, I had the coilovers on it. And I had the diff welded. And then for a little bit, I had stock suspension. With the welded. With the welded. I remember, remember that, that. yeah. <laughs> and I was still drifting it. Yeah. Stock oh, yeah. seat, stock suspension. Yeah. So, it's possible. I it think sucked. I think coilovers was was a is a good one. I, I think seat is a good one, too. I think coilovers are overrated. Do you? you think so? Yeah, I do. I for a first modification? I will yeah, tell I you... I had so just cut those springs, baby. This is <laughs> no. Okay. I I personally. Well, I mean, have, it depends on the finances. I personally have an IS three hundred, and I had that thing since stock, and you know it's on coilovers now. But in between that period, I was on a shock and spring combo, 
They yeah, were, they were, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They like, were H&R Springs and uh, Coney Yellow Shocks. Or, yeah, uh, and it was fine. Yeah, Coney Yellow Shocks. And it was great. So, Absolutely great. That's what, that's what I was kind of viewing from your point was... Um, I could kind of see how coilovers could be overrated. I mean, it's always been a differential in a seat for me, I think. Differential in seat. Coilovers are probably third though, so you need to you need to you need you gotta get you gotta kill that body roll. Like, okay, it's it's. What about be I'm gonna bring up a new player into the chat, and Uh-oh. it's tires. <laughs> I switched my front tires on the blue car on the on the IS300 to from mismatching winter tires to um i forget federal rs r wasn't the double r is the one right so rsr and it swung around and rotated much better just like because you have overall more front grip equals with crappy tires in the back you're swinging it you have no choice frankie doesn't believe in that he doesn't believe in that yeah i have a well it's not that i don't believe in it i just well what tires do you run I don't, on your car? i don't have enough experience with changing front tires and seeing a result that to speak on it okay like I, I just i i think i've always ran front tires that were good i don't think i ever like i feel ran like you garbage did too. tires in the yeah. front yeah i always had i usually had yokohama s drives in the That's front tire. pretty much since i got that car so and then i just changed it to derez's before the engine blew so i don't really have any i can only speak on it because I autocrossed before when I was in college. I did that a lot. There was a nice place to go. It was Baderfield in Atlantic City. Oh, you're one of those. But <laughs> tires, you notice something like that right off the get-go. Like, yeah. steering input, everything is different. I would, Can I would you be... attest to that? Oh, yeah. The only time I notice front tires is when it's raining. And then I'm like, oh, well, this isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the 350Z, when I started drifting, I just had, you know, shit... Continental DWSs in front. That's still a good. That's a good tire. Still a good tire. It's a good tire. But because I didn't know what I was doing, I was relying on the front to grip up and then send the back out, basically weight shifting. Yeah, you're you're. But with not grippy tires, I was just understeering all the time. You're on a 350Z. They're prone to uh, understeer. Mm. The moment I put. Yeah, you had a Z. Yeah. The moment I put good tires in the front was way easier yeah i don't think i ever experienced the bad tires i mean i i must have for like a, a little bit but i don't remember it i know i ran i probably ran the stock wheels on there for a little bit with the ka and everything but you know I what also remember. i think going off of tires then since you know that's that's hit or miss just make sure you overall have good tires anyway if you're driving the car every day um yes and no i, I wouldn't be spending good money yeah, on rear tires yeah all right so yeah we'll debunk that one i'd be going to your local dealership and finding used tires for the rear that's you what can I was definitely doing. spend there, the money there, on the front there one. was a local mavis that i would go to that would get all my free tires at i don't think you could do that anymore you can you can find places that will yeah? let you do it yeah that's good that's good or you just go steal them at night <laughs> which is what we did well, Mike, Dave's brother, goes to used tire shops. And yeah. buys them? Buys them. I would never buy a used tire. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Like 40 bucks, 30 bucks a piece. No, nope, From what I've happening. experienced. I'm not buying a used tire. I'm yeah, going right to a dealership at 12 o'clock at night and going right in their dumpster. Yeah, because you know, at a dealership, they're selling tires to sell tires. Yeah. At a used tire shop, they're getting old tires. A lot of times, it's a few years old. You don't know if there's a bubble, a nail, or an existing leak. You never know. And here's the other thing as I'm sitting here thinking about this. You would think it, 
you could just go to the dealership and ask them to take their used tires because they're gonna have to pay to get rid they of them. They pay. The problem is they can't give you a used tire. Legally, they cannot. Yeah. Because so that's why you gotta go at night with a ski mask on. Well, that's that's where the my local my local Mavis participated or they they complied with me getting them as so as long as I said, you know. These are not for road use. Yeah. They made me say that. Like, every time I would go in there to get a tire, they would be like... I don't know. You guys drift. You probably have mechanic friends. Just ask one of them to ask... Or take some tires from their job. And yeah. yeah. But... Probably, uh, that's probably the easiest one. That that brings me to... So, so next one that I noticed, and this isn't until recent. I'm no professional. I'm not, I'm not fantastic at drifting. I, I throw a skid every so often, and... and I haven't really drifted in three great. years, so don't but worry. He's being modest, guys. You, you know Frankie. You I know really what, haven't you drifted know in three years. <laughs> but... In alignment, dude. My 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 car at we we had a little private day. Check out the video on the Faction Motorsports YouTube channel. There's a video of our little private day that we went to at English Town, and my car drove terribly. It was awful. It was the worst thing I've ever driven. It was like, and and I'm not a great drifter, but that was terrible. And once I got it aligned by Chris right here in house at Faction, car drives completely differently. What did you do to to the car, Chris? Do you remember or no? Um, His car was probably collapsed. So. It was it was bad. Yeah. Well, you can only do so much with stock adjustability. Yeah. But overall, just so, tuning it up. I mean, your basic drift alignment—you want max camber in the front. Not always max, but as much. If as it's a stock car. Stock car. Yeah. Uh, I usually do zero toe in the front, and in the rear, close to zero camber, and then close to zero toe, and then. Obviously, if you have caster adjustment, it's probably just making sure everything's right and the right. Yeah, it's, it's it's not all uneven, I guess. Right. The thing is, is a lot of these kids, I feel like they'll buy, and I'm saying kids like I'm old, but I'm not really that old. But a lot of these, the younger generation, they buy arms up the wazoo. They make an well, arm for the car. It's that, just there's two separate types of people. There's the types that do it the right way, like I think we did. I think all of us did. Right? Which? You, no angle kit or anything? Yeah, like we that? just go yeah. drift and just, then just send it, figure out you what got. you need. And yeah. then as you go, and as as you, go, you, go. you do it. Yeah, and then there's the type of people that they bought the car to modify it. And they don't, they think, you know, I can't go drift until my car is done. I mean, and I have all my, my Adam LZ starter kit. There's, like, there's. <laughs> that's what it is. There's. It's true. Though. It's because that's what's glamorized in, in, in media. Yeah, because they all watch YouTube. They all and, watch YouTube. And they, all these people are trying to sell these products. So that's the outcome. The the thing that I find hard to explain to people is how it was in such a short period of time. COVID changed everything. Such a short period of time that a couple of years ago, you would find SRs for 1800 bucks. Yeah, that's just everything. It's and, but that's inflation and, and supply and demand, and there's only a finite amount of them. Yes, yes, and yes. But and people are buying every... The problem is people are paying for all this. For it. Yeah. But what people I'm, are raising the prices, and, and people are buying it, so why are they going to stop? What, I'm, what I want to get at is that, like, it wasn't... That wasn't the end goal, right? It wasn't just to have a super-duper modded car that competes with Adam LZs or, or like, all the other YouTubers, like, it's it wasn't about that. I feel like back then. Oh well, I that mean, was only, and that was only a couple of years ago. The fact that we watched that change in front of our eyes is kind of crazy. No, that that's been going on for. That wasn't a COVID thing. That I feel like COVID heightened it because people got stuck inside. They wanted to build their board. Oh, maybe you're right. I don't. Yeah, two forty prices changed 
yeah, 2019 but I mean, but that's or just, 20... That's everything. Most most cars that, you know, are tuner cars or, like, a, a car that people want, they're all high in price right now, I feel like. But, yeah, I mean, the, the older ones have skyrocketed. It's yeah. re, It really is the 240, but aren't Skylines a lot of money, too? Did they go up? I feel like it. You could get a Skyline for the same exact price at one at some point before COVID as a two forty right now. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. see an S thirteen up for twelve grand at least. The ones that would be the good example to buy. Yeah. Twelve grand, and then you see a Skyline for like fifteen or something. Well, yeah. Like an RB twenty in it. No, I mean I remember in twenty fifteen, you're able to buy a GTR for like about sixteen eighteen thousand. Now it's like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, so it all it all went up. It all skyrocketed. Everything went up. Wasn't it? I remember right before COVID, I was like, or maybe it was during. I was like, it's almost better to buy a real one eighty SX than buying a two forty. Yeah, it's almost cheaper. Absolutely. Yeah. Like with doing this, doing swap and everything, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, what? That that's insane. And you get a cleaner chassis. Usually, yeah, because they only bring in nice cars. Most importers, right? Most. Something that I want to harp on when we were kind of learning how to drift was the excitement of when it would rain. Oh, yeah. When it would rain (laughs) and you're like, oh, yeah, my KA is about to kick right now. Yeah. (laughs) When you have a low-power car. Heck, yeah. Oh, It feels like you have a 1,000 horsepower. Yeah. Yeah, But then once you start drifting more... and you realize oh, for sure. you yeah, want then, the grip. Yeah, you want the grip. And yeah. it starts to go away. You can control it better. I, I mean, I can tell you now, after you know, getting my car properly set up and actually going out drifting, I hate the rain. I mean, the, uh, other, the other day when I went to No Fear Moves, it started raining, I got off track. I did yeah. six laps and I didn't drive. For but it is good to do it because you, you want to be the driver that can go out and drift in the rain while all the other guys are spinning out. Right. Yeah. Like, that's what... That's what me and Josh always wanted to do. Well, what we did do, because we would drive our cars on the street all the time, and then we go to Club Lewis and it would start raining, and then we were the only ones on the track. So you get a bunch of seat time, you know, and... And it's fun. Yeah, and you it's, get to drive. It's really easy, much easier going. And you should learn And you should learn how to do that. you got to yeah. control your car in all situations. Not only that, your tires last forever. Yeah, yeah. You that, have no, you have no grip. But. That is huge. You got no grip. But that's that. See, so that's where the good front tires come in. If you have yeah. terrible front tires, you in the don't rain, even bother drifting. You are going to yeah. not enjoy yourself. It's going to be like you're drifting in the snow, which yeah. no one should do. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Unless you have snow tires, you should not be drifting in the snow. There's, it's, <coughs> it's. You're not going to learn anything for one, and two, it's da- it's straight up dangerous. That's true. Like you're going to mess your car up if you're doing anything decent you're gonna mess your car up but then you also have people in like there's a there's a guy on youtube his name's drifts and lifts he drifts these volvos those are old cars man and they're most of the time terrible and clapped out and he's sending them through these mountains fast there's a there's a certain breed and type of driving that yeah if you want to get reckless if you want to get reckless but like i'm just saying for the most part don't do it if you don't want to risk trashing your car I've crashed and I've crashed drifting in the snow into Jesse and but I was not in 240. I'm pretty sure it was an STI. Well, the thing is, you had an STI. Yeah. About the snow, if you have snow tires, yeah, great. You can move in the snow, 
But when it comes to stopping, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. But people don't understand. Unless yeah. you got chains you, you can't, or studs. Yeah. You can't correct like yourself if you're going into the curb. Yeah, and you turn the wheel. You're done. And it doesn't turn. You're done. That's it. And you hit the brake, and and you're done. Yeah. You're you're like okay. that. That that's usually what happens. That's why it's, you know, I, I just I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around in it anymore. But it's also because I drift. It, it, when you're young and you, you know, yeah, you, you got to go out in the snow because yeah. it's fun. It. Yeah, you got to experience yeah. it. Just no don't man. do anything too crazy because yeah. you could ruin your life. And so. stop the takeover stuff. Oh, we're we gonna do that conversation right now, or is that? I don't know. Maybe we'll save it for a little. Let's later. save it for another episode. But yeah, episode two. Yeah. We're trying to do these once every what week? You want to do? Every? I would like to do one every week, but we'll see how. We'll see how this one turns out. If you guys how, enjoy, we'll see this. how often Carl comes to the shop. <laughs> I, I, I get here when I can. Yeah, he might not be here in every episode. So <laughs> yes, we'll I see. am going to be here. So this is my baby. Okay. All right. We'll guy. see. But at, if at any time, you know, you're enjoying this, just remember to tell your friends about it. Tune in. Trying to do these. Yeah, and so you should often. send us questions. See, where can they send us questions? I would say submit it on Instagram or something, and we'll, we'll make a, a list. A little Q&A action. Yeah. I think that'd be a great idea. We could probably do that live. That'd be cool. Could do that live. Right? Once we get the camera set up. Could probably do it live. Yeah, maybe we'll get the camera set up one one day and uh actually because i'm filming this on my phone right now and you guys might not even see this video we'll see if my <laughs> phone stays on yep um and then maybe we'll figure out how to do the live q a and start doing these live i think that'd I don't be know. we'll cool. see because we'll see what happens we can't we can't go too crazy we got yeah. too much stuff going on so but we just wanted to do this and get something out speaking there speaking of what's going on how's how what, what what do you guys got going on over here at the shop are you planning anything are you going anywhere yeah we're going to uh the next Adam LZ event. What is it called? Clean culture. It's a uh, clean culture it's event. It's a clean now. culture event. I think collaborated with Adam LZ. It's at English Town. It's at English Town. So there's going to be a bunch of invited drivers, and they're going to be doing a drift demo. And there's just going to. I'm sure there's a car. Well, there's going to be a car show. Clean culture is going. So there's a car show, and then we're going to be there with our booth selling merch and uh, possibly parts. Yeah. So stop by the booth, pick up some merch, or just say hello and. Yeah, if you want to go to a poppin' event, that's the one to go to because the last one was basically bigger than Formula Drift. I think there was more people it there was, than Formula Drift. Really? It was, yeah. yeah. That goes back to the YouTube thing we were talking about. Yeah. It's just so such an exposed channel of media that yeah. drifting's huge yeah. right now. I mean, it, that's why we started our YouTube and that's why we're trying to, you know, we're trying to post videos every week because we know how important it is now after, yeah. after going to that event. <laughs> that was crazy, and now we're we're making friends with a lot of YouTubers now too, like Jimmy Oaks. Jimmy Oaks. Jimmy Oaks. Uh, Who else? Shout out to Jimmy Oaks. Grant in a way. Grant for sure. Yeah. I feel like he's more of like a. Camera. Yeah, I guess he's not a YouTuber technically, because I, I was like, yeah, I never knew you did YouTube, and he's like, I don't, and I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I'm sitting there like an idiot. I feel like I'm in a hole, man, because I don't even really watch youtube like that. i thought he did youtube and like that's why he was so known and then he's like no i literally just i i know all the youtubers and i'm on instagram i need to get I need a to get cameo it. star yeah yeah like they just he knows like he knows adam lc jimmy oaks like all tommy effia so yeah and they're all from connecticut so if you're a kid and you're watching this stuff it's pretty easy for you to be like yeah i want to do that as far as that's what? why that's why drifting's huge i drifting? feel like right now huge right now instagram all that stuff Drifting. Yeah, no, it's big. It's only growing. It's always it's always been growing since we started. 
So I don't think it's dying out anytime no, soon. No, it's not. Are you guys attending any? Are you? I gotta ask. Oh, don't don't ask. I got. I know the question already. I gotta ask. Let's hear it. We see you driving Miyagi's car <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Where are you at in the process with the with your car? I have to we, paint, we would love to see. I have to paint the engine bay. I have to paint the interior, and then the engine is done. I have to go pick it up. Is it really? Yeah, it's done. Ooh. Well, the only thing that's holding us right now is that I have to tear apart the GTIR engine, and then he's gonna drop that off and pick up his engine and come back. And a lot of money. <laughs> and, a lot of money. <laughs> and a lot of money. No, no. I mean, what well, kind yes, of what, what kind of build is it? Tell the tell listeners what kind what you got uh, going it's on. It's two, not just a normal SR here. It's a two point two stroker kit from HKS with HKS sleeves and cams. And I have a Gretty, what is it? TDO6? That one? 20G? Mm -hmm. 20G RX series uh, turbo kit. So, top mount. So, definitely pretty much a complete 180, no pun intended. And your setup before, I remember, I was very young and I saw Frankie's car at a drift event. And I looked in the engine bay and... It was, was covered in dirt. It was one, yeah, covered in dirt. Two, it was a factory turbo manifold, SR manifold. Yeah, factory. You you run. You're you're one of those people that like going that. Did why did you go that route? Well, there's yeah. There's aside some, from it not cracking all the time. It, there's some history with that. I tried to do a, a manifold with. Okay, well here's the one thing. I wanted an external wastegate. Well, what year are you talking about? What did my car look like? This must have been 2017. It was the darker gray. Yeah. So I had a dock race manifold on the car okay. with an external wastegate set up. Um, and then I ran into a problem where I was, I was blowing, I was destroying brake boosters. They were overheating and they would fail. And I kept replacing them and it, it had to be the manifold. Because it was getting um, too hot. It was getting too hot. Interesting. And I was like, well, this seems like an odd problem. M- mind you, this is like seven years ago. So we, we, I wasn't great with cars. So I'm like, well, my car feels fine, but, you know, it's, it's blowing these boosters. And then eventually, I don't know how we found out, but eventually we, we decided, you know what, let's check the timing on this, on this motor. It's too rich. It was just, the timing was retarded. Like, it was... Yeah, yeah. And it was just... The exhaust manifold was glowing after I'd go drifting sometimes. That is terrifying. So Wait we, a minute. So we fixed it, and I remember getting on the highway. Like, we were just driving. We, it was at my house, and we left. And we get on the highway, and I punch it on an on-ramp, and I was like, holy shit, this car is completely different. Like, <laughs> it was so much faster. That happened to us yeah. with our SR. Chris rebuilt the SR20 that I had in my – I had a 240 before my IS300. Yeah, and Chris rebuilt it for me. I was going on vacation with my family, and Chris would be at my house rebuilding my engine. It was pretty sweet. What a nerd! <laughs> but that motor was off time as well. We thought we check, we double, triple checked the CAS again and again. Bought a new CAS, took apart the CAS. Yeah, we swore it was a little disc in there, but it was a tooth off, I think. No. So what happened was when I was tearing it apart, I had a friend help me. And I took the chain off, and I was like, hey, you see this right here? Mark this side so I know it's the front. All right. He goes, okay. Took it. Marks it. 
come to find out that he marked it backwards. So when I went to go line up the chain links, they were off. Oh, so it was mechanical timing. Mechanical. mechanical. This was ignition timing. Oh, so yours was at the cast. Yeah. Okay. It was just, I don't know how that happens. It's a tooth. It's weird. You have to set it like a tooth behind because when it goes in, it clicks in. Yeah, but ours was literally just, you just had to adjust the timing. Oh. That was it. Yeah, ours was a whole Yours was, that's a big problem. You you know what's funny? The story about that is why I bought the Mazworks timing tool. Oh, well, it's an, it is a nice tool to have. Yeah. Yeah. They make a lot of good tools for for SRs. While we're on the subject of gray car, how long have you had that thing now? Oh, uh, 2012, whenever Hurricane Sandy was. So 12. I think it was 12. 11, 12, I think. What made you want to get the 240? 12 or 13. Like, um, like obviously, you wanted to get into drifting, I'm I sure. I had an S14. Really? Yeah, I had a feeling you didn't know. I did not know that. Wow, viewers, we and, and listeners, we have a. I am shocked. <laughs> I am shocked. I'm shocked. I had got a S14 in like 2010. I want to say. How do you? I. It's hard. I'm sure it's a while now. But do you remember how much you paid? I'm just curious. I mean, I'm I'm glad you don't know about this because this is gonna be a good story. I'm just for curious. You. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm. I mean, I'm I'm always listening to what you're saying. Um, Come on now. How much it was? I don't know. I bought it with a friend. I think we, I think we join money together <laughs> yeah it was not yeah i did not buy a car by myself uh we like because we one we didn't know we didn't know anything about 240 we had he had a couple friends and i just started meeting them and i was just getting into it and i was like oh well this looks fun so you got exposed to it through somebody else yeah and like then, no option videos when you were a no, kid or anything nope, like that. Nope. Okay. Not at all. Interesting. Yep. I was not, I was not into drifting until like I want to say 2009 or 10, and I was just out of high school, so I huh. didn't, I didn't, I was not into it in high school. I had some friends, uh, that watched Initial D and stuff, and they would mm. kind of talk about it sometimes, but they weren't like dedicated to it or anything. So but you- yeah, I wasn't into it at all. I liked Subarus and Evos. Yeah, I do. I did know that about you—that yeah. you liked Subarus because you're tuned into the YouTube channel portion of this. You could see there's like a bunch of little toy cars over here on this desk, and there's Subarus on it. And I was like, "What?" That's yeah, I used not- to. I used to quad when I was little, and I think the dirt thing and the rally cross Interesting. stuff. I think that's what. Well, I met him when he had the SCI. I had that. What generation after was I had the S14? Like a blob eye or something? It was a blob eye. Yeah, <clears throat> it was like. It was, it I it was my one of my dream cars, and it yeah, was, it was I too clean though. I, I like I couldn't. Well, what what really happened was, I got into drifting, <laughs> and so you said the SDI needs to go. I there's no reason for me to have this because all I do is, I t- care too much about if it's gonna get scratched or this or that, and I'm I was like I don't want to do that, and I needed a truck, so. It is that. Is that the truck you still? Yes. <laughs> yes. But anyway, the S14 I got, uh, we got it. We brought it to a garage. We start tearing it down. I don't know how much I paid for it, honestly. I want to say like two thousand dollars. Cheap. I do want to say two thousand dollars. Okay. So you start working on it. Uh, it was an. I feel like it was an automatic KA, and it was like a crazy blue color with like a body kit. Like it was. It <laughs> so was, it wasn't bone stock. No, it was like a two thousands style. Oh, sex spec build type of build yeah like it was pretty cool looking but i ruined it um (laughs) and yeah and i I went the other 
I started going the other route. Remember how we were talking about we you get the car and you drift and then you modify it? Oh as you yeah. Go? Oh, I so wasn't you're saying you that. went down there? I was the other way. I oh. was like, oh, I'm gonna build this car. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I start tearing it down. Start having all these plans. I'm stripping everything out of the car. I'm gonna paint everything. I'm gonna get an SR20. Um, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna build the entire car. Uh, to what knowledge I can. I yeah. obviously didn't know much. Yeah, absolutely. But we had the internet, so we had Zilvia. That's all oh, you need. Oh wow, the almighty Zilvia. Yeah. Is that so, back? It is back right now. Nice. All right. Bye. Um. Yeah. So we did that. Um. Eventually paint, painted it white. Finished the car and started drifting in 2010 or yeah 2010 and 11 with that car you painted this thing yourself no i make owed it for like 500 bucks i think yeah summer special there it is that that's it that's the original what that's the original color i'm looking at a picture right now i'm gonna try to describe it as best as i can to our viewers it looks like do you remember what body kit that is no it looks like some random it's like an extreme dimensions body yeah kit. it's a random body kit but the color is really nice it's not the oem blue I like that color. i thought it what you were talking about it's, it's, like a, a teal. it's like a teal it's light so blue. good yeah it's like a lighter version it had of five James's lug on car. there yeah yeah so it had five lug hubs and everything wow that's nice. You could not. You could never put produce. some Godspeed coilovers on it. You know. <laughs> yep. Had some. So, ro- had rotas on it. So the so the route that we were just talking about, you've experienced it. So now you could say that's not the route. Okay. So yeah. No. So exactly, what happened yeah. to that? Car? I'm speaking from experience when I say that. Yeah. Yeah. I always know you are. For for sure, I'm speaking from experience, and I've watched plenty of people go down that road, and the whole time I'm like, so when are you gonna drift the car? <laughs> so when are you going to drift the car? So when are you going to drive the car? And they don't. And then they sell it a year later. And then that was it. So yeah. it's not the way to do it. Anyway, and this is another good example. So I spent all this time building the car. I do a Night Moves event. I don't know if you remember Night Moves. Yeah. Club Loose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a Wednesday night, we go down there. Those were the best events, by the way, if anyone from Club Loose is listening and can make that happen again. <laughs> uh, so... I do that. I do a lot of street street drifting. We go to Queens in New York, the Drift Zombies events and whatnot. They had Drift huge, Zombies. They had huge oh events. Goodness. Yeah, in Queens. So we would leave work. I was valeting cars at the time with Jesse, and we would just leave and go drifting in Queens like at 12 at night. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of fun times in that car. It was stripped out, like total opposite of what Well, you are I now because you're, you're known for having very... Yeah, everyone likes well the, put together cars. I'm always impressed when I see your. Car. I mean, I still think this car was like well put together, but it was a different style. Yeah, it was more, more of like a track yeah, car. It was kinda. not the street spec that you like nowadays. Yeah, but it was close though. It was very close, but it was different. So what happened to it? Why did what? Well, I crashed a couple times. I think. Well, I cra- No, I crashed a rear end once while streeting somewhere i never use that word but i just did uh and (laughs) because you don't really do that anymore no i just mean streeting it sounds so weird to me i just say street drifting okay but that's because i'm an old person and you guys are what do we call it you guys are almost i'm I'm like i'm like a couple years younger than you. i don't know man but i also i i can't really speak on my still like a four-year difference with when you started drifting probably like my point of view is that i'm somebody who drifts only so often so like i'm not really i'm just saying i hear kids saying these terms and i'm like what the hell is that the best term of late is mid no say mid no it's uh you know what i'm talking about uh swinging that's the takeover term 
Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah swinging. we're going out swinging tonight. What? That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm kind of glad they have their own term because I don't want them to say they're going drifting. Yeah, I don't like not. that. It brings a bad reputation to the sport. And yeah, they're not drifting. So. All right, but anyway, well, we'll sorry, we're, we're good at yeah, we're good at these. We're good at tangents. tangents. Yeah. We could go on tangents for forever. So anyway, get the car, whatever, drift it, street drift it, having the time of my life. Um, I'm, I think I'm like 20, 20, 20 years old, twenty one, something younger. Like yeah, that. I'm going to college at Bergen, so doing that. Um, I don't know. It's fun. Drifting's fun, yeah. especially when you're getting into it. So you got rid of the. No. Oh. Hurricane Sandy hits. Oh. <laughs> the garage I had was in Munaki, New Jersey. Oh, very Pretty big much flood Carlstadt, zone. But yeah. Huge flood zone. And uh, I found it under twelve feet of water. Twelve, eight, eight feet of water. I think it was eight feet. The whole garage was submerged. So we, we, we heard there was a storm coming, right? So we went down there and we put the car. There was two cars in there. We put the cars on cinder blocks. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, it's going to flood like two feet maybe. That's what they were saying. Mm -hmm. No. We went down there and the water line was like literally almost to the roof of the building. So um, as you could imagine, that was pretty depressing after building that car for over a year. Uh, also so, making memories in it. You drifted in it. Like it sounds oh, like yeah. you used it at least. Yeah. So you put, There's a lot of fun you, you did use in that it. car. Yeah. So I had basically zero interest in trying to fix that car. I lost 100% of the motivation. I had no. I did not want the car at all. I didn't want to deal with all the future problems I would have. I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to touch it. It was disgusting. It was filthy. I literally. I just spent almost two years of my life trying to make this thing exactly what I wanted, and now it was covered in mud and salt water, and I wanted nothing to do with it. So all my friends tried to get me to keep it, and this and that, and. I wanted nothing to do with it. So I sold it as is. I, I want to say for four grand, four to $5,000. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of money. It dude. was a lot of money. Yeah. For what it was. For what it was. Yeah. I obviously lost some money, but. Yeah, clearly. But, but uh, that's a sport. Nothing was as expensive as it was no. back, like, as <laughs> it is now. Like back then, I probably, I don't know how much I built the car for, but I want, it's far under $10,000. I would say not far, but under ten thousand dollars. Wow, which is pretty much not happening nowadays. Nope. Yeah. You got to be pretty lucky, and you got to be pretty smart about what you're doing. But okay, so you got sold it. it. You got rid of it. Got well, I had it up for sale for a long time. I want to say like possibly half a year. Really? Up to half a year. Well, back then we didn't have Facebook Marketplace. It was Craigslist. Craigslist. Strictly. Yeah. Yeah. So I had it up for sale. Um, no one wants to buy flooded cars. So. No. You know, it was up there for a while, and I didn't want to go to that garage. I didn't want to. I didn't clean anything up for months. Literally, like a couple months. I I was like, I, I, every time I'd go in there, I'm I would grab a couple things, and my toolbox was in there. My brand new Snap-on toolbox was in that garage, flooded. Like, it was, it was pretty shitty. Yeah. So eventually, I snapped out of it and went down, got my toolbox, uh, brought everything to my house. Um, my dad was nice enough to let me use the garage and bring all my stuff back, probably because he felt horrible. So I ended up moving my toolbox to my house, my parents' house, and uh, I detailed the shit out of that toolbox in, in the bathtub. <laughs> I took all the drawers out. I'm scrubbing all the salt out of the thing. That toolbox was nicer than it was when it was new, when I was done with it. <laughs> Waxed it inside and out. 
Uh, so yeah, sold the car, found an S13. I actually think I found the S13 before the other one sold, I think. Um, why, why did you want the S13 versus another 14? Wouldn't you want to replace the same love you had, or do you want to just experience all of it anyway? No, I, I realized as I learned about drifting, because I bought that S14 without really knowing anything. Yeah. Right? So all I knew is like that was the car you needed. You yeah. needed a 240 Real-wheel drive 240. <laughs> yeah. And I probably did like the S14 more at the time. Um, but as I got into drifting... I realized I like 180SX. I like that look. So I was like, that's that's what's going to happen. That's sporty design. Yeah, I just like the pop-up light. Actually, it's not really a pop-up light thing, but... It's the it's, shape. It's probably me. the rear end. It's the proportions for yeah. me. It's just looks like a sports car. I feel like it's yeah. the rear end for most people. Yeah, it's, I, yeah. it's the rear end. It's good rump. Yeah, the, the rump. Type X style. Yes, yeah. Cokey Tails. So, found a car in Long Island for... One thousand dollars. It was running. It had running. The, the front end was smashed a little, so the headlights were like bent back a little. But that was it. They still worked. They were just bent back. The rod support was like bent a little bit. Oh, interesting. Everything else was fine. Uh, went there, got in it, drove it home. Uh, as we're going through Manhattan, and we're going to the tunnel to come back, the fan starts hitting the fan shroud. And it gets stuck, and it's not spinning. So it overheats. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm about to pull into the tunnel. Like, I'm right at the road before you turn. Mm-hmm. And I pull over, and I'm like, if I fucking go in this tunnel right now, and I'm that guy that breaks down, <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be the longest Which night of my life. Which tunnel is this? Lincoln Tunnel. Lincoln Tunnel? And, <laughs> and mind you, this was like 7 p.m. on probably a weekday, and my headlights did not work. And the sun's going down. Race against time and yeah. the engine. Yes. <laughs> so the sun's going down, and I'm like, all right, I, I got to make a decision right now. And I don't exactly remember if I fixed the fan or if I just went for it. I think I just went for it, and I made it through the tunnel. Luckily, there was no traffic. And uh, got it home, and uh, was it automatic? It was probably auto. Yeah, it was automatic. So I did the five-speed swap. Um and then started drifting it like that. And now, now you have to remember that was, that wasn't my first KA experience, but that was my first real KA experience. Because you kind of delved into a little bit. The S14 with the KA was uh, taken apart already. I couldn't, it wasn't registered. I couldn't drive around. All I would do was I would go to parking lots in the area where, I'm not gonna say anything on here. Yeah, 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 don't blow up the spot. Yeah. We respect it. In the areas that we would go to, I would just, I literally could get, I could get there and not get pulled over so i would just go there and do donuts and stuff but it wasn't like a real thing so now i have this s13 with a ka and i'm on the street and i'm i'm trying to hit on ramps like i would do in the the s14 with the sr (laughs) and i was like oh this is a lot different yeah so then i would start entering them like fast fast. yeah okay and it was scary yeah yeah like really scary and yeah it changed a lot like well it made me a way better driver I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really glad I did that. But I learned on a single cam K. Do you single, single cam, cam or single, single cam? cam. Yeah. yeah. I learned on a single cam K. That's kind of funny that you said it overheated in the tunnel because I bought this single cam. Ironically enough, it used to belong to our co-host here, Chris. We, he tried to sell it to me a year before. I said no. But then I ended up getting into drifting anyway. Yeah. So downward spiral. Bought this car in Queens. <laughs> It was Chris's car. He had a key on him and everything, and he told the the previous owner, like, hey, do you mind holding your keys? I want to try something. I I'm, I'm, I have a hunch about something. He puts the key in, turns it on. 
I had bought a jug of coolant knowing that the car had a bit of a radiator leak or something. That's Wait, what the you guy found said. Chris's car? Yeah. All right, so long story short, me and my ex had a 240. Yeah. We broke up. She moved to Virginia. I went down to Virginia and bought the car back. On my way back, I went to Carl's apartment in Glassboro. I was like, hey, if you want to buy this, I'll sell it to you 1700 right now. Right now. It was running and driving. Oh, you're just going to flip that thing. <laughs> so yeah, stock. So he, he had an integrity at the time. He's like, uh, I don't know if I'm really about the 240SX life, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right. So I bought it back to resell it because I had the Sylvia in the works. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I sold the Z, sold the 240, sold the 240, and then it went. I had no idea where it went. Uh, so you didn't I, sell it to him? No. I didn't sell it to him. Yeah. I bought it on iOffer or OfferUp. Two years later, Carl had a coupe. He eventually bought a 240. He had a coupe. A vert. Oh, no, well. The coupe first. Sk- skipping all that. Yeah, skipping all of it. He had a he had a slick top coupe, 89. Beautiful car. Uh, he were leaving his house, and right at the intersection of his house, some girl in a Mini Cooper smashes the front end. We just finished it. Jeez. Just finished it. Sylvia wow. Front, I pieced oh my together God. all the money I had. What? Sylvia Front, OEM metal fenders. Oh OEM my God. Fender, hood, Tri- triple projectors. Wait, triple you finished this and you... And a girl T-boned me. You it, pull it out of the driveway? We were going, it was a Sunday, we're we were go going to Bear Mountain. Mountain like after you, after it's been done? Or yep. like that after, day? Well, it was, it was been done Was for it the first drive? No. No, Okay. was the first drive. We had drifted it already and stuff. So you got to enjoy it a little bit. A little bit. But... Fast forward, we we a couple weeks go by and we find I find this hatch and I we go get it. I don't what uh, what's that on on offer up. Oh, offer up. Let go, let go, let go. One and, of those apps. And Chris thinks it's his car. And Chris thinks it's his car. No, there's he some telltale the signs. And I was like, there's like a GoPro mount on the dash. It and, might be my old car. So we buy it and going back to your overheating thing, it's like six thirty in the afternoon. Well, and evening. We'll, evening and we're driving across the GWB the the radiator leak was actually a little pinhole in the upper radiator hose coming yeah. off of the fuel pump or uh, water pump sorry mm. there's a little pinhole there and I preemptively bought a jug of coolant at a gas station because you, you know with your luck I opened the, no here's here's where the Carl luck comes good. in and to our listeners out there I'm notorious for having terrible luck I I opened the jug of coolant and somebody had dumped out the coolant and or filled it, it up with water. Or used it. And, and I bought a $10 jug of water. <laughs> so that was already wrong. Or $10, almost, whatever, $20. Um, whatever almost it was. But I drove it across. And I'm smoking up the entire George Washington Bridge. And I get across. We make it. The traffic subsides. I top Wait, it off. smoking? Like smoking? Well, it was is, bad. This is how bad it was leaking. It was so bad that when I was following him, there's coolant on the windshield. It was bad. Oh my god. Bad, bad, like bad. The following car. Yeah. And and so we, we I limped it home and I got it home. Replaced the So it's literally the same story as same me. Same story Pretty sort much, of, yeah. but no time. Well what yours is worse. Well actually but. we got in the GWB and it was dead stop traffic. Dead stop. We weren't moving. I would have to turn the car off and then turn it back on. <laughs> that was my fear. That's yeah, why was I, I was like I maybe I, I should just be that guy. But like, what are you gonna do if you're in New York City? Like, what, what am I gonna do? Leave the car there? I can't leave the car. I cannot. There. It's it was gonna get towed. Not registered or anything. I was driving it home dirty. Yeah. But Same. That, that are, was the other thing. Those are the things that I feel like we went through that kids don't 
really do, you know? Some of it they probably do. That's 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 to kind of loop back to what you kind of need to start drifting. You a 240 is a terrible starter drift car nowadays. It is awful. Well, on a supply and demand standpoint, with the inflation, with inflation, keep talking. I'm going to check the camera. It's expensive. It's very expensive, and it's hard to get into. Just because, for what you're paying for, you're not really getting a whole lot. I disagree because that's the only car you should drift. <laughs> you you have a new employee here. He's not here at the moment, but Dave, he's a kid. Don't get me started on young Dave. <laughs> and he, he bought he, the wrong car. He bought a FRS. Yep. Or it's a BRZ. Uh, one, it's, one of the, it's a ZN6 chassis. Yeah. I love that car because it has those same proportions that an S13 has: long nose, round rump. Round rump. That's what I like. And that's what's going on your your uh, tombstone. Yes. Round rump. I would be honored. I have a very <laughs> flat rump. Um, we're gonna veer away sorry, from that and. Dead from round rump. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's car. a good car. They make I'll tons of aftermarket support for it. It's. I wonder now, years down the line, what's gonna be the two forty for the kit for. Kids it's gonna be that because it's already. I think it's cheap. gonna be a three fifty Z right now. Is no, it it is the three fifty Z right now, but yeah. it's not gonna stay that way. I don't think it's Every, gonna be that. It's gonna be that BRZ. You used to be able to buy a three fifty Z for four grand. Yeah, a nice one. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. anymore. I, that was wild to me. That because was, people realize you can't just buy a 240 anymore. Yeah, and it drove up the next best thing. But Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say to this because I'm going to buy what I want to buy no matter what. Yeah, but if I was a true. kid, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I would do. I, that's a different mindset. I mean, that's so. also one of the things I admire about Frankie the most is that you... You're pretty true to yourself. You'll, you'll yeah, and to be honest... You'll get it because you like it. You know what? To be honest, I'm going to take that back. You could find a 240 still. You can. You have to put the time in now, though. Yeah, you can it's find It's not going to be perfect. And you can bottom. make it work, but you actually have to work, which Generation Z isn't really good at. So it's they just want to get something and go. Yeah. And if you want to do that, then yeah, you got to get a BRZ or something like that. Which How much are they? They're pretty expensive. Ten grand, you They're can get one hovering around ten grand. Yeah, 10 that's grand super expensive. I can I can still buy a beat up two forty for six grand. Six seven grand, yeah. Yeah. I feel like what five grand, depending on the engine. I feel like what people need to understand too is you can't just buy this two forty and it's going to make you a miraculously better driver. But it's going to be, I don't know. It's more enjoyable it's easy, for it's sure. More enjoyable and easier. I totally understand the enjoy, modifications enjoyment and, factor. Is it weird? Not the sidetrack. But once I got the Sylvia, you drove better. Drifting was way easier. They do drive. You get this raw. What did sense. you have? The Z. You had a Z before. The Z and I had the S13. Yeah, I mean, we're not. I'm not talking out of my ass. The 240 is the. To me, it's the best car. To it Josh Delees, it's the best car. There's a bunch of us that it drifts feel that the way. best, in my opinion. Yeah, it just feels great. But I mean, that doesn't mean that I'm other not cars a good. Don't feel great too. To drift. Yeah, I'm not a good person to go off of because I, I feel like as long as I can get around the track. I feel like I'm probably going to say the car's fine. I'm going to be like, oh, this car's good. Yeah. Because everyone's telling me that the, the Cressida should be, you know, oh, it's going to feel like lazy and this and it's big and it's that. And it, I don't know. It feels fine to me. Well, I, you also have, from, I don't really notice anything. From an outside standpoint, you have a pretty distinct driving. You're pretty precise. I don't know what my driving style is, but. From an outside per- well, standpoint, that I feel like you. you have that sense where you're still driving you could tell you learned from like a low-powered car the way you're hucking it around 
Yes that, and that no. Kind of thing yeah, I know what you're saying. You're I appreciate like, the compliment, to, but I'm going to drift uh, this thing. I don't right know now. if it's 100% true, but I do like, appreciate it. There was no learning. Like you hopped in the Cressida and you just went. Yeah, but that car's got 300 horsepower. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and we we spent a lot of time on it. We did spend a lot of time. On yeah, it. we we spent a year or longer. Yeah. A year, probably a year assembling, year. assembling it, and it was longer to do the paintwork and everything. But yeah. I think what what the moral here is that. You need to put the work in. If you want to drift, go out. You need to do it. Yeah, just get a car. Honestly, if, if, if I didn't care about, if I didn't have a personal preference on like looks and whatnot, I would probably try to get a Z. It's a great, it's a great starter great. drift car. Yeah. Amazing. But right away, I, I don't like how it sounds. I don't so like. like how I would it looks. never buy it. There's something about it. It's a little. It, puffy. Yeah, that too. I don't really like how it looks. Yeah. So it's like. So that brings us back to the FRS. Yeah, that brings us back to the <laughs> FRS, which I like more than the Z. And it's a low-powered car. But it's and it's a low-powered car, and the engine in stock form is fun. I think it's fine. The I don't have a problem with boxer engines. Drive more aggressive. Exactly. Because it's low. Power. I'm gonna use one of our friends here as an as an example. Yo, David Bob. Yeah. You guys don't know who David Bob is. It's he drives a FRS or BRZ. It's BRZ. a ZN6 chassis, and he absolutely sends the heck out of that thing. And he and drives that car it, is like low. Too. Drives it all over the place. Slams it into a jersey barrier, keeps driving it, drives it home. Yeah, Dave, uh, he, had, he had his car set up like I had my S13 set up. It was slammed to the point where it's not really functioning, and he still drifts it. So, Well, let me put this in perspective. It was so slammed <laughs> that the upper control arm was bottoming out in the frame. So basically, what the, basically the suspension arms weren't traveling. So it's not there was no suspension travel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like you welded the strut. So we we aligned it, but I told them I'm like this isn't the the suspension's basically not working because yeah. if it com if it can't compress, which is crazy to say, but that really is what it was doing. It, it, yeah, they basically just welded in a steel rod. Like it might move a little. That makes it even more shocking that he's driving it as no, far he as he did. No, he changed. I know he changed the setup at some point. He probably did. Yeah. I would hope so. That sounds insane. But oh, no, yeah. but he he would drive it like that. And my car was the same way. We, do you know how many... Oh, my God. I don't even know where to begin with that. How many times we changed rear control arms and this and that because my car was so low. Well, style. Like, and we were trying Drifting's to figure out... Unless you look cool. Yeah, okay. Let's admit it. Like, you just had it to is. say it. I, I know. <laughs> and I didn't quote you verbatim, but you did say that, and I agree with it. And, like, that's part of my one of my well, favorite we were things trying about to, like, sport. We were trying to... Let me rephrase that. I was trying to tuck 17 inch rims on on my car for no reason like and <laughs> and i was like oh i just need to do this so i'm like trying to change and the control arms are slamming on the same thing the subframe right yeah. or the frame yeah so i'm like buying different control arms and like trying to eventually we land on powered by max because they're angled yep and then i ended up oh my god there's so many things we got rear drop knuckles what are they oh so this is what we did I got front drop knuckles from Power by Max and I installed them. I was like, wow, these are really nice because they move the drop, the pickup points. And I actually had to raise my suspension because it got lower. I hope I'm saying this right. Yeah. From my memory, this is what it. Yes. Yeah. So I had to, I had to raise, I think raise it, right? Yeah. Something like that. Was it? Well, anyway, we'll keep going. And then I was like, oh, well maybe I can do the same with the rear drop knuckles. So I get the rear drop knuckles, and I'm, God, I hope this is right because I'm doing this from memory. But I put, I put them in the car, 
and it didn't do what I thought it was going to do. <laughs> Basically, it moved where the axle sat in yeah. the knuckle. It didn't move the pickup points. So it straightened out the axle. I oh, know, but it has to move the pickup points, right? It had to have. Yeah, I don't know. But either way, we, one of them did what I needed to, and I got the other one and did the opposite. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Or it didn't, it didn't change it. Mm-hmm. So then I had to get the control arms, and you know, or the upper control arms. And there was so much bullshit just to get it to look the way I wanted it to look. And then we throw the body kits on, and we drive down the street, and they fall off every time we hit a bump. <laughs> so... Style is everything. So now my car gets higher and higher every year. And I think it's at a pretty good point right now. But, yeah, so. I, well, well, I think that might wrap us up here for our first Faction After Hours podcast. Yeah, because we're going to try to keep these. Yeah, we're going to try to get these kind of consistent. At an, hopefully an hour. But you guys let us know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, if let you, us you, know what you think. Shoot us a message on Instagram or yeah, if you want them shorter, please yeah, let, let us, us know. Because I don't, I don't have a problem doing this. Yeah, we're maybe. we're staying after work right now and and trying to bang these out before we go I'm home. I'm hungry. So. I'm still clocked in. <laughs> okay, Chris is still clocked in. On that note, we got to get the hell out of here. On that note, we are out of here. Thank you so much for listening and uh, yeah, tune in for the next one. Well, you got to follow us on follow us on social media at Faction Motorsports. And where is this going to be? I guess it's going to be. Um, we're going to try to put this on Spotify and we're going to try to put it on iTunes. That's all I know. There's so. going to be a YouTube version. Was that recording? Obviously, yeah. If I mean, it was recording. So okay. we're so. going to throw these on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, I hope. As long as everything's free, because we don't have any money for this. So. <laughs> All right, um, guys. Thank you so yeah. much for listening. Tune in next time, and thanks. Bye. Hit us with a whistle real quick. Outro whistle. No, no. They don't know. They can't see the whistle yet. Okay, fine. One, one real quick one. Okay, fine. All righty. We're out. <laughs>